0: To the you, the review show dedicated to the phenomenon of reviews. I am the man they know as E, and I am joined by my spirit animal, Noob Noob.
1: I... I don't, I don't know what to say after that. It took all the energy from my penis. Uh, I can't do my, my voice.
2: But I have my song,
1: so that counts. Get it all? It's a great song. This
0: song helps me center. We have pillows. And we are also joined by the Spiritual Center,
2: Scott Keebler. Welcome to yet another fantastic day, my brothers and sisters of the Orc Universe. I do appreciate the fact that you are all able to join us here today in this spiritual journey that we shall take together as one, but still separate, as brothers and sisters. Yes.
0: So today we're going to talk a little bit about spiritual enlightenment and... What's the show we're talking about there, Noob Noob? What?
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Wild, uh, wild, Wild
1: Country, not Wild, Wild West, like Will Smith's movie. Wild, Wild Country, which is a Netflix documentary series about the controversial Indian guru Bhagwan Shri Rajneesh, or Osho, as he was called, and his one time personal assistant, Ma Anad Sheila, and their community of followers from Rajapukapika Pickles. Uh, Rajneesh Yeah, that thing Located in Wasco County, Oregon So it came out back in March of this year uh, Six episode mini docu-series Chronicling
0: their uh, love sex stuff Produced by the uh, Duplass. Duplass brothers Who yeah. we are fans of Because we watched their Evil Genius episodes as well and today we're hoping that we can distill the story of Rajneesh Puram down to a much shorter than six hours of your life. and uh, we'll also try to discover what it takes for Scott to start his own ske- sk- sk- cult sk- sketches uh, group his own group his own his own okay. uh, group focused on mindfulness. I and- yes
2: would like to invite you all to come join us in what is essentially an adventure of discovery and spiritual realization. Come with us on this journey as we learn more about ourselves and each other.
0: So, as we go along, I have a series of questions and I have a... uh, a methodology and a formula for determining scott's uh you know his uh forcefulness and his ability to to lead his own group of 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 people amongst the journey of life see,
2: see, I, I from here on out i would like to be referred to as the skaha how about the skaha rashish
0: if that
2: is if that is easy for you, it is about ease and what you find yourself more comfortable with. As we all journey into ourselves and we find what our comfort levels are and how we feel more connected to what is essentially the universe, you must also find what is most comfortable for yourself. So, Z, if that is what you choose. That is what it shall be.
0: <laughs> so, in this six-part uh, series, they follow, as we talked about, the Bhagwan Shri Rajneesh, who was, a uh, from an early time in his like uh, 20s, started a movement based on meditation, mindfulness, love. They considered him the sex guru. And he had a, a a fairly large following in the '70s, and it really didn't become a story until 1981. Michael when Myers.
2: Michael Myers. The sex guru.
0: Oh yes, Michael Myers. <laughs> I was thinking about Halloween, and I was like, "That came out in 1981, maybe." I don't Austin
2: know. Powers. Austin Powers. Another leader amongst spiritual men, as they depend to find themselves and who they are well and that's
0: interesting if you think about austin powers and the influence of the 60s and the free love movement this is what a lot of it was based out of and you know you have a bunch of you know affluent upper class uh people from around the country or and not just the united states but australia and all over the world kind of going to india you know, the Beatles had a movement where they discovered a bunch of gurus and, and did a whole bunch of things. That's Beatlemania, right? Sure. When they got real psychedelic and went over there and were, like, tripping out.
2: But please don't get lost amongst these false deities. Don't find yourself praising upon these false idols. people that do not deserve such praise. Uh, yes, the Scott Botwana
0: needs more. Uh, he's very mindful. So what really started to kick things off is the, they moved. They ended up fleeing India in 1981 and moved to a town in, uh, well, a county in Oregon, Wasco County, to, to start the Rajneesh Purim. They essentially bought a large... Uh, I think it was 88 acres or, or something, a fairly large... Uh, it wasn't a farm. It was a ranch.
2: It was a large plot of land which they were able to build and construct upon in order to make the nirvana Community. that they set to uh, find for themselves. So they, they bought this
0: ranch which happened to be near a town called Antelope in Oregon. And in 1981, that, that's where all the problems started. And this... The show follows the story of Rajneesh and, and how it, it all kind of went crazy. And I guess what set the tone for this is obviously you have like the hippies in 1969 and they're all talking about free see, love see, and all that stuff. We,
2: we, we don't want to uh, classify people in such oh. a way.
0: Don't disparage people. A
2: hippie can be used as a disparaging term. We like to refer to all people around us as star children. Star children.
0: <laughs> so I think what happened was they started forming this, this community in 1981 and that happened a few years after the Jonestown Massacre in 1978, November 18th, where uh, another quote unquote cult moved from the United States to Guyana and ended up uh, killing themselves in a mass event themselves? What?
1: kool-aiding themselves?
0: Yes, that yes. is where the term "noob noob," drink the Kool Aid came from, because they 971 people, I believe, uh ended up taking cyanide or some sort of poison in uh, a commonly referred to as Kool Aid. I believe they would say it was some sort of like red drink or purple game drink. Game over, man! It's game over. And they oh, just the yeah. are we gonna do so they had the uh the this pastor uh whatever his name was Jones Mr. Jones I don't remember what his name was but he fords his own town they fled America and that was the largest loss of life in American like civilian history up until 911 fun never fact never forget never forget and uh so essentially what you have is now another group of of people this this other cult coming in in Oregon, and they Z, usurp Z, the town. Z, Z, yes.
2: do we have to refer to them as a cult? A cult has very negative connotations, and this is something that, with my teachings, I hope you realize that is not something that you should accept into your life if you hope to achieve spiritual holality. Holality,
0: okay. Uh, So, yes, this group of Rajneeshis, uh, which were after their leader, the Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh, move in and start to usurp the local government. Uh, There's a town of Antelope with a population of about 40 people that they started to move in and, and create some problems. So I guess if I'm asking Scott here about his effectiveness as a leader of spirituality, Noob, Noob can can you give me an idea of of his beard length? Because that will really help me. I'll be able to plug some numbers in here and and uh, figure out is his beard long enough to be a magnetic leader? Well, what do you Noob, think?
2: Don't be shy. You can come over here an experience. and experience and experience the. Wholeness that can be, all men as we become brothers within a spiritual realm. So, are you trying to get me to to touch you, or I don't know? Is can you
0: at t- least give me a a good measurement feel, feel on the beard? Feel
2: free to free explore mm-hmm. your yes. feelings and your spirit as we ex- learn about my
1: beard together. Well, I guess I can go in for a little feel, so hold on one sec. I'm getting tangled in wires here, boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, there's some rubbing and caressing of the beard. and it's, it's very coarse. Can you give me an approximate number, though? I, I want
1: to say it's anywhere between at least, you know, 14 and a half inches to 14? 175 millimeters. And then... I might throw in a couple ounces, but that's water weight, isn't it? So, okay. I have been
2: English, accused noob noob. of being a, a grower more than a shower. I,
1: I want to say, if I were to eyeball it, I, I have not that great vision, but anywhere between like 11 and a half inches. Do you need me
2: to come to the other side to your better eyes? So wow. you let's go with, a a better... 11. 5 let's go with 11.5 inches. Yeah, let's go
1: with 11.5, yes. just
0: under a foot. Yes, Like, yes. you can
1: get, like, a foot long at Subway. It's right below
0: that. So, while Scott's beard is long, it may not be as long as Rajneesh's. He was a, uh, a an Indian man, a, a pronounced speaker. He would, uh, you know, preach. And eventually, he moved into this town where they were trying to change the laws so that they could make... Rajneesh Purim its own city. They were trying to build a city here in the middle of Oregon on a ranch. Do we have any idea what this gentleman sounded like there, Scott?
2: Um, I believe we can go into the files as we do have some speech, uh, some uh, words from a great fellow later. Uh, great words.
1: Definitely words. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter is good medicine. Yes. But you should take Duke. As much as you can absorb, otherwise, it can kill you, it can drive you mad.
0: Yeah, so anyway, Life is oh, a very mysterious
1: phenomenon,
0: phenomena
1: where laughter is
0: passed. And where tears also are part. I'm getting a little randy here. Oh, well. Once in a while to be sad.
1: I don't know what the fuck is going she on. really sad. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely. Uh, it's not bad. Uh, uh, I can't
0: even words. Can't even words. Sadness
1: has its own beauty. So this you group
0: moves to in to Oregon one. and uh, they form their six. own religion and. The Bhagwan is at the head of the religion, but he's really guided by his personal secretary, I guess. Is that what was, that was her title? Ma Anand Sheila?
2: Yes. Uh, he did refer to as his secretary, although it did seem like he, she ran many of the day-to-day operations, operations uh, upon this campus.
0: So uh, they formed the Rajneeshis, uh, and with herself as one of the heads of the of the religion, what type of religion do you think you would uh, have there, Scott? What kind of religion would you base yours?
2: Religion isn't exactly what we are going for here, as we're not trying to confine ourselves within the restraints that one particular sect would go under. However, we are trying to include. All individuals and all people.
0: Holishness does that sound like something that you were doing to grow
2: and to learn uh, to become a larger, a much larger spirit realm of possibility, spirituality.
0: So I I heard holishness in there. Yes. So you're trying to bring a hole to everyone.
2: (laughs) Yes, we we would like to concentrate more on the hole than other people may be used to. Sometimes you have to caress the hole and sometimes you have to find your way into the hole. But
0: it's always about the hole.
2: always, sometimes, never, essentially, always about the hole. Sometimes people say, don't go in the hole. You're like,
0: that's definitely going to happen anyway. So some of what was going on that really bothered the locals were it, they claim it was some kind of sex cult where if you went up there, people would just be having sex in the middle of the street. They all wore like orange and red robes. They all wore the same colors and they were doing major construction. Uh, they were literally trying to build a city, which was against the zoning laws of the ranch that they had. And this, this thing just keeps getting crazier and crazier. So in order to make themselves a municipality, they had to have, I think it was like 150 votes. So to secure votes and to push out the population of antelope, they started bringing in more of their members. And one way to uh, enhance their members was to bring in homeless people from around the country. Or Z I-
2: Z Z. I feel like you're classifying people again. This homeless connotation—it it feels negative, and this is something that the people of Scottawana Tattatism does not appreciate.
0: Well, the Rajnishis brought in uh, displaced persons, people without dwellings, whatever you'd like me to refer to them as, and tried to that register them as voters in the city of Antelope and Rajnishpuram, so they could influence what kind of government could be set up. The uh, district attorneys of uh, and and the state attorney general started that's when they started to kind of look at this because they were looking at it as a battle between church and state. And at this point in the story, it really seemed more like it was a battle of, you know, religious freedom versus um whether or not it was like this weird cult coming in to take over.
2: You do have this weird dichotomy where a group comes in which can feel like it has a religious connotation to it even though it may not be. And there's already an existing religious group living in the area, and the two groups can tend to clash as it were without being able to accept one another also within the teachings of Scotty-tintin-tintin-tintinism.
0: <laughs> well and that's where the you know the people of Antelope were these very conservative uh christian type uh you know ranchers and you have this like more free spirited group come in and uh you know kind of shake things up for them so if you were going to form a cult i mean uh a a group yes let's
2: let's make sure we use the proper connotation here
0: do you think it would be based around uh you know sex Food, marriage, I'm leaning towards food. Sex with food. (laughs) Sex with food.
2: These are all things that rely upon the individual as a whole, rather than as the group as an individual. Whether it be sex or food, what it is, all of these... It's about filling holes. All of these are requirements to find yourself and to survive upon this realm this physical realm and all these although they can cause pleasure can also cause pain so it's about finding the balance so we'll that stick with food cult i mean within food. yourself
0: <laughs> oh, so we'll stick with food there and uh maybe throw some sex in we'll see we'll see yep so uh, that's where you find this uh th- this group and they start to feel the pressure from the local DAs and the, the state attorney generals, like, looking at them, and... Yes, unfortunately,
2: these people start to feel too much pressure on the whole... And these things can be uncomfortable, as if it's not something that you are used to or that you work up to, pressure upon the whole can be a negative thing. However, with work and experience and sometimes lubrication, pressure on the whole can be a fulfilling and sensual experience. So... So what starts happening
0: is uh, Sheila is a, I don't know, she's a very interesting person. She was with the group from when she was very little and had somehow taken over from the previous secretary. Uh, Was not married to Bhagwan, but felt a very strong devotion to him and ended up uh, being the public spokesperson. She was not the mayor of Rajneesh Puram, but she was the spokesperson and things started to get a little uh, chippy where she decided to arm the people on the compound and that really set off some alarm bells and really started threatening people in general.
2: It wasn't threats to say all she was doing was just reminding people that should they come at the Bhagwan there would be an ounce of protection and they would not be afraid to defend themselves and make sure that they keep themselves protected by any means necessary.
0: Any means.
1: Would you you say this is a a good definition of what that, that group was trying to do? Um, They come to adopt an increasingly political view with ideals and aspirations that rejected or undermined the ideals that they were previously
0: constricted to. Well, to that say- sounds real fancy, there, noob, noob. We'll uh, and to say
2: it's political in spirit does not exactly commemorate what upon they were reaching out to the do.
0: mindfulness. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that uh, a bunch of negative publicity came out. And they, uh, the, a lot of the negative publicity was like, oh, we filmed stuff that happened with them in India. And that's when the orgies started. Uh, they started filming the orgies and the crazy.
2: Z, 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 use this term, which can also prefer a negative connotation. We don't call them orgies. Life affirmation we, events. We, we call them an amoebic assembly of spiritism, or they're just diddle parties.
1: <laughs> diddle parties, also just... acceptable. Yeah, I mean, what? So, how, was the whole thing based on all orgies, or was there another purpose?
0: It seemed like, uh, from what I could gather, is they had like steps where you um, scream your brains out. And like thrash around like a maniac and no, take off all your clothes. Was
2: meditation, meditation was first. Is it meditation
1: first? Cathartic,
2: Angry meditation, relaxing, yes. Relaxing and finding your inner self and your inner being. And then upon that, you can then release yourself and explode, which is the screaming and release that you describe. Upon that, you bring yourself back into a manner of release. And relaxation and meditation and quiet time and quiet time after the banging upon which then you can find yourself willing to then shed your moral mortal cover and then experience yourself and others as you uh, should see fit. That just sounds like hate fucking and napping
0: afterwards. (laughs) So. They started arming themselves pretty heavily with uh, you know, machine guns, and, and they went around and bought all sorts of guns all over the place. Would you consider your group a violent group or a peaceful group, Scott? It's, Banna? It's, Banna? There's Violence I-T-T? is
2: never, never the way. Violence should never be the way. Peace is always what we should be looking for. However, to expect the world to conform right away and to accept your ways— is outright insanity. So should violence find its way to you, you should not be afraid to defend yourself and make sure that you can stay safe at all times. We're not asking you to be unprotected and to allow yourself harm. Make sure that you can be reserved as an individual and a whole person. As the government started
0: escalating this issue... Uh, With the Rajneeshis. And the people of Antelope pushed back. They started. uh, They formed their own police department. I don't remember what they called themselves. But I think they were the peace department. As opposed to the police. And they would go around. And apparently they were harassing people. And Antelope. And they were filming everything. Which sounds an awful lot like the tactics of the uh, Scientologists now. But what. Ended up, uh, Sheila then threatened the, uh, I guess it was the district attorney at the time. And there was this, this outbreak of salmonella that happened in a nearby town. So everybody started to suspect that Sheila, you know, Ma Anand Sheila had escalated everything.
2: Speculation and imagination. People do get sick. It doesn't mean that there was any connection to this Sheila individual.
0: Oh, well, then you must not have watched the entire show, Scott. Uh, No, no, no.
2: You can't prove anything. This is all merely speculation and accusations.
0: Ah, yes, unless you plead guilty. But anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. Where, if you could choose any place to live, Scott... Anawana-Hiti-Hati,
2: where would you end up living? They chose Oregon. Zee, Jonestown Zee, choose- Zee, I ask please that you do work on learning my name. It is And you should remember that on the whole in spirituality, dry or wet, it is about wherever you go There you are. But
0: where would your base camp be?
2: Base camp has negative connotations, as in you are preparing yourself for something much larger to happen. I'm going to choose Canada or Mexico for
0: you real soon if you don't pick one. Canada. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There we go. Let's get that down to an easy answer. All right. Thank you very much. and if you were to steal money from your followers, where would you would you build yourself a shrine, a church, a compound?
2: No. This is all very we scientific. Do not steal from our followers if they choose to gift large to donations. The whole surface here of what we are trying to accomplish, then they are more than welcome. And of course, all gifts are appropriated to where they can self-suffice upon the entire community it's the best way.
0: Sounds like a compound. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay.
2: Was
1: there like walls in this city? Was it guarded off or sectioned off?
0: Well, they had their own police department and it was on a remote ranch so they didn't I mean, essentially it was in a valley so they could see anyone coming in and coming out. In fact they had their own airport as well so they could just fly in supplies and fly out and this i mean it was really pretty elaborate what they were building up there they had some ridiculously uh large mansions for Sheila and her group she had her own her own little compound and the Bagwan had his own compound and uh you know by the time i guess it turned to like 1983 84 85 the the buildings had really gotten pretty substantial and it got to the point where the police were trying to map out places where they didn't really know what the buildings were being used for. It was uh, pretty interesting. And they were all armed. Most of the people that, uh, at this point, they they uh, some of the ranchers had claimed that they would hear target practice day after day after day, where they were practicing to you know become better shots. So that's where. Um, once the Fed started sniffing around is really where things came to uh, uh a big head here at the the ranch in Rajneesh Puram. I if I remember correctly, um they were accusing oh, I remember what happened. There were these hot this Hollywood group that had become part of the the Rajneesh's teachings and they had moved in and were threatening Sheila. She felt threatened from them that they were taking influence from, from her, from her ability to communicate with the the leader. And, um, she decided to have one of them assassinated. So there was a doctor who was married to like a Hollywood producer and, uh, Sheila orchestrated an assassination attempt on him and that's where things the
2: doctor the doctor was in conversation with osho about the easiest way to end his life so sheila just did what any loyal father would do and just take steps to ensure the survival of the osho yeah, that was her
0: point of view. Uh, the police looked at it as an assassination attempt. So she ended up in the middle of the night, uh, fled with on a on a plane, I believe, with 21 other followers who were very close to her, and they took off to Berlin, I believe, and lived overseas. And this rift is really what created the eventual downfall of the the Rajnees. Uh, and their group in Oregon so that's really kind of a turning point in the show where she leaves and the Bhagwan who had had four three or four years worth of silence decided to speak up and then um, he started acu- they basically let the feds in to investigate
2: it Sheila. was as the Bhagwan had honored a four year silence after Sheila had left him and betrayed him and all Rashishis he felt that he had to speak out which essentially became the downfall upon which this was as he accused her of things that the US government would frown upon essentially welcoming them in and starting investigations
0: so they welcome in the feds into the compound. And
1: that was in an attempt to kind of throw his number two under the bus?
0: He was essentially trying to blame the Salmonella outbreak and the, uh, the assassination and all of the problems that they had had. He's like, look, we're trying to create a respectable community here, and Sheila was really the mastermind behind all of it.
1: But it was really him.
0: Well, little did they know was that... Uh, the fed didn't really care whose fault it was they wanted the rajneeshis gone so when they let them in what ended up happening is they they discovered that basically sheila had been recording everybody's conversations and had illegally wiretapped people and had you know a plan this assassination attempt and they even found evidence of them having a biological lab on site in order to create the salmonella outbreak.
2: Yeah, no shit for a second. All right. We, we, we were talking about th- this came from the same people who created the show Evil Genius, right? Yes. And we talked about that show, and that show basically wasn't about Evil Genius. It was about a bunch of idiot rednecks in rural Pennsylvania and a bunch of idiot cops that couldn't figure out what the hell they were doing. So there was nothing Evil Genius about that show At all, right? Correct. So you take this show and you take Sheila and what she was able to accomplish and what she did from day one and the way she manipulated, the way she planned, the way she talked to people, the way she was on the news. This woman was actually true evil genius. And and, and you watch her interviews and you watch the way she talked to people and the way she almost – every time she was on TV, she was almost egging people on and saying, oh, no, that's not – how it is, but if you want to go that way, then yeah, we absolutely will defend ourselves. She she was master manipulator. She was a mastermind. She was the she was an evil genius. And even when you watch the show, because they interview her, and a they lot of it is get, from her perspective, and they actually get her to actually interview, you can tell the entire time that she's never saying anything that implicates herself, but she's still. Gives you an idea of what was going on within the compound and in the world. And, and this is jumping ahead, but who gives a crap? When you get to the end of it, you can tell that she just, oh, okay, well, that was fun. Who needs a drink? Like, yeah. it was nothing. It, it, this woman was truly, truly a mastermind. Did she not get blamed for anything or? Well, she spent some years in jail, right? We're st-
0: yeah, we're starting to wind. We're there. We're getting close. We're starting to wind the story down, anyway. So what ends up happening? I'm sorry.
2: Let's let's return back to the peaceful, the peace, and where we were. Oh, yes, yes. The Skahara keen ra, king, martini has <laughs> returned.
0: Double martinis. Well, what ends up happening, after she leaves, it really fractures the group and allows the feds to come in and build a case. And what the feds end up deciding to do is uh, they realize that they have this potentially uh, very deadly armed standoff that could happen because they want to go in and arrest all the the Rajneeshis, especially the, the top sect of them, because... What they were looking at was there was a lot of fraud going on. Uh, they had claimed the Rajneesh had claimed that Sheila had stolen 45 or 50 million dollars from her.
2: Wasn't it actually one of the locals that warned them, if you send in your militia, the, the Oregon militia, they will die because they're nowhere near as trained as the Rahishi are?
0: Yeah, well they were training every single day with, with you know machine guns and things like that. And it's, it's fascinating too because the, the rancher who was letting, who was one of their primary informants, his property abutted theirs. <clears throat> and he was, what was actually. this word?
2: Abutted? Abutted. I, I like this word. I'll well, have to work this word into my teachings more often. He was the
0: son of one of abutted. the founders of Nike.
2: Noob Noob, would you be interested in becoming abutted into my teachings? Well. It, it depends. How much sex can we have, Noob Noob? If sex is your primary cause to come in, then you are not welcome. I'm sorry. Do I get free meals? This is this is about <laughs> spirituality and finding yourself. Three hots in a cot?
0: He's looking to fill holes.
2: You know what, though? Let me think about Noob Noob. I I think we actually do have room for you. Uh, every good cult does need a virgin sacrifice. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Now, what kind of virgin?
0: Well, you're at least a two-hole virgin.
1: Well, I mean, I haven't been pegged yet, but you never know. I'm open to it. <laughs>
0: yet. Uh-huh. Yet. Yet. So, okay, am I finishing my story here? <laughs> the uh, So, as the feds decide that they're going to raid the, the compound and raid the, the town... Uh, the Bhagwan sneaks off in the middle of the night. He gets two Lear jets, takes his throne, takes his money, as much cash as he could take, and, and his closest followers, and abandons all of his, the rest of his followers, about three thousand some odd people, plus some homeless people. Oh yeah, by the way, they drug the homeless people. I forgot to mention that. That was kind of crazy. They um, they ended up taken off in the middle of the night, like thieves in the middle of the night. And were they think they were trying to fly to Bermuda where the feds eventually caught them in Charlotte. They boarded the Rajneesh's plane, took him off and stuck his ass in jail. They bust him back to Oregon, but it took them three weeks to bust him back to Oregon where they broke him down until he eventually decided to take a plea deal. At the same time, they picked up Sheila in Berlin and extradited her back to the U.S. They ended up charging them on crimes about like marriage fraud and things like that because they were using these arranged marriages in Oregon to bring in people from other countries to make them U.S. citizens so they could vote. And they uh, accused them of some voter fraud. Eventually, the previous mayor turned on them, ended up in witness protection, And he flipped on everybody, ended up turning evidence on them. Sheila ended up getting, I think, like four years in jail. The Bhagwan simply deported. And uh, a couple of the Inner Sanctum people got 10 years in prison because of the assassination attempt. So attempted murder got them 10
2: years. So late sentences all around. And... uh, Actually, the the woman who actually had the needle and went after the doctor, she never actually served time. She just wasn't able to come back to the States. No,
0: she did serve 10 years. And then they were going to charge her for a separate in, crime for yeah, another in, 10 years. Right, in
2: Germany. Right. She sent 10 years in there and but was still warranted in America. Yes. So, in order, so, so she had a dying son in Australia in order to go back to Australia to see her dying son. She got to go to America to ask for forgiveness. They said time served, and she wasn't able to go see her kid die. And the, the, my reaction
0: to all these people that were being interviewed was like, I really disliked all of them. I thought they were all kind of scumbags. Z,
2: Z, Z, Z this word you use scumbag it seems so negative and so, has so much horrible connotation i feel like there's something better another phrase we can come up with to help describe these people who just happen to be enlightened deluded i mean except that perhaps it's possible that these people are just more enlightened and free Don't let your jealousy come into play when you look at these people and all the freedom and the love and the openness that they may have had. Don't let that cause you to judge them in a way that causes negative commentations.
0: Well, I don't... I I feel Sheila was completely unrepentant by the end. Although it is... Intriguing to me that she ended up, what she currently does is she she works and lives, I guess, in an old age home in Germany where they, you know, these people all have dementia and they don't remember anything that she does, like... I just found it interesting that she won't be remembered by any of these people that she's trying to help.
2: It does seem like she now just spends her time helping those who are able to help themselves. And it's old age, dementia, Alzheimer's, um, allowing people to pass into the next plane in a very peaceful and spiritual way. Allowing these people to find the peace that they may not have ever found during their lifetime. And
0: when the, the Bhagwan ended up back in India, where he started back up again, minus many millions of dollars, uh, he changed his name from Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh to Osho.
2: He did not. He refused to be labeled any names anymore. And his followers, the people that spent time with him, told him, we need to refer to you as something. So they decided to call him Osho, which essentially means teacher or leader. Yes. One thing I forgot to ask you,
0: Scott. Um, It seems like these leaders need a really nice ride I know that the Rajneesh, he had something like 20 Rolls Royces. What do you think you would like to have in your little group here? Uh And how many would be good enough for you?
2: Much, much like many um, spiritual leaders in religions nowadays, I think I would need a few airplanes. Oh, several private uh, jets. Perhaps a couple private jets. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I would be able to manipulate my followers into paying for these by doing televangelism oh. and claiming that these planes Jesus. allow me to preach to Not Jesus, my sorry. followers in such a way that allows me to reach the masses. And I would need more expensive planes in order to refuel them in my private yards and allow myself to not be overburdened by the sinners and evildoers that are in coach. So,
0: (laughs) can't share the coach. So is Royals Royce, is that a good enough brand for you or do you need to step it up to like... Lamborghinis or gold-plated I, Lamborghinis? Or do, are you going to go the other way and go Honda Civic?
1: Economically I, viable? Good gas
2: mileage? I do believe that I would need more horsepower. And no, only sinners drive Civics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's uh, the, the show itself, I found to be... Uh, it just kept getting crazier and crazier. Like, and, and I never even heard of this particular instance i guess because it didn't end violently no one really died that there was nothing it it was kind of a forgotten moment in history especially when it happened relatively close to the jonestown massacre but it's just fascinating to see the evolution of these clashes over time where
2: yes it was upon the end of it all the remaining followers in that uh complex were forced to find their way back home hitchhike home hitchhike or travel but they had to find a way home and continue on with their lives away from uh, this community that they all found such happiness and solace in.
0: yes i will say that the criticism of this show and i, I read quite a bit of it and some from uh directly from uh rajneeshis themselves where they said that they didn't, uh, the documentary itself didn't represent the the community and the goodness and the the prosperity that they felt when they were there. Many of them felt that those were the greatest years of their lives, and they never felt so accepted in their entire lives. And and that the documentary dwelled too much on the negativity from a few a minority of the group, as opposed to what the majority was opposed to. So I guess. Uh, you know this, the orgies were good and the uh you know homeless people were fun and
2: z z z you can't classify a large group of people by a few extremists within their ranks of uh, just a few a few
0: radicals right uh but what you see is uh it's it's just fascinating to see this this persecution of uh you know, a religious minority, or a, a small religious group, you see it happened in Jonestown, and then how the government overreacted, and, you know, they they really helped escalate what happened with the uh, Rajneesh Purim people, and then even up to the Branch Davidians, with David Koresh, where, you know, the government moves in with tanks, and it seems like anytime now that the government moves in on any type of group that could even remotely resemble a cult, they get just squashed right away, like there's no tolerance, and it even occurs today with uh, what is it, Nexium, with Allison Mack, the girl from Small, Small Feet, or to small Bill.
2: or as it's said by the great Dave Coulier, "Cut it out." Yes. Who's but it, Dave
0: Coulier? You don't know who Dave Coulier is? Is that the lead singer of Foo Fighters? No, he's a uh, comedian. Who is the inspiration from Alanis Morissette on "You Ought to Know" and also the one of the people from what the hell's that show? Uh, Full House, yes, Full House. You never heard of Full House?
1: Uh,
0: Olsen Twins. Yeah, he was one of the people in that show.
1: Uh oh.
0: Okay. Cut it out. You know? Oh, he has the commercial. He has Geico commercials yes. or something like that. Yes. Now you are enlightened. And uh yeah, I just it's interesting cuz that whole there's that whole sex cult with Allison and Max. So, sex cults are here to stay, people. And
2: ZZZ, you keep calling them the sex cults, but this is not what they are about. They're about enlightenment and finding yourself. And sometimes finding yourself means that you have to get naked and roll around in a vat of oil with multiple other people penetrating and pulsing and loving and experiencing. finding and experiencing each other and yourselves in such a way that causes fluids to flow and feelings to be had. It's not all about this one thing. Sometimes it is just about... It's also about, about giving money. The, the too. in and the out, and the in and the out, and the in and the out, and sometimes you have to pull out, but that's not a bad thing because... It can become messy upon your back, but we're not going to judge for that because there's other ways to find out. Sometimes you have to find through multiple people, okay.
0: through double so penetration, you if you must, there. upon yes.
2: your self and so your soul.
0: What we find is that uh, if you're really interested in the story that we told today, I would highly recommend the documentary. I'd say it's about two episodes too long. It's six hours total, but I found it very fascinating. It was uh, well put together. I think it was even it was definitely more organized than the uh, Evil Genius one. So I, I really enjoyed this one. I, I thought it was very good. I, I think I it's about time I move on to my uh, mathematical formula to find out Scott's effectiveness on a scale of Something to something of what kind of leader he would be. So what I think we have here is a uh, longly bearded man who wants to lead a group of holishness, fill the holes of people with with peace and, and food love. Yes, and love, I, I want to fill the holes sex. with love. You might have to live in Canada in a compound for a little while. But you may, if, if you're really devoted, you may have access to some private jets and some gold-plated Ferraris. But oh, that's only the chosen. The only chosen. What I think is uh, you probably end up with one member. And that member's Noob Noob. So it's you, Noob Noob.
1: We can be friends forever
2: (laughs) noob noob cult of two noob noob you're welcome to explore my member at any time explore his holes. scissor saturdays
0: (laughs) well if scott stops speaking you get to be in charge noob noob so that sounds very peaceful
1: i think i might proactively make kool-aid and drink it just
0: to get away (laughs) (laughs) just to go and disappear oh
2: i have no idea so if you liked what you heard here today the enlightenment that was we invite you to join us upon this journey that we call orc you you may seek out enlightenment on instagram at orc underscore you you may search for a visual completeness on youtube by typing Our Reviews Will Kill You You can search for a wholeness By typing in OurReviewsWillKillYou.com Of course you can always join our community spiritual... By typing Facebook.com Slash our reviews will kill you. Enlightenment And of course Feedback into The hole By going to Venmo is it Venmo or Vero? Vero. Vero. Venmo will pay us. So go into Ven Vero. Vero. We at will not be paid. our reviews will kill you.
0: Oh, yes. So from all of us at the phenomenon of Orc, you... To all of you at your home... We love and bless you. Good night.